Howdy friends and welcome back to His Redemption Roads Season 3. I am your host, Natalie. During this season, we are diving into some of the more commonly used scriptures of the Bible to put them back into their intended context and restore to them the power the Holy Spirit intended when He inspired their writing. Sprinkled in, I hope to share divine revelation, exciting testimonies, dreams, and visions that ultimately break off chains of religion in order to reveal the unfailing love of the Father. So ask the Lord to prepare the soil of our hearts to receive as we take a stroll down His redemption road. How do the meek inherit the earth? Howdy friends, I'm your host Natalie, and in our last episode of His Redemption Road podcast, we tackled who mourns over what and how are they comforted. Today, we are examining Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, that reads, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This is a widely misunderstood scripture, mostly because people simply do not understand what it's trying to tell us. Who are the meek? What does a meek person look like and how do they act? How does a meek person inherit the earth anyway? Well, come along and let's find out. So as always, let's read the entire passage of Matthew 5 verses 1 through 11 together so that we keep the context of Jesus's words together. Matthew 5, 1 through 11, New King James Version reads, And seeing the multitudes, he, that's Jesus, went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Wow, that is the group of scriptures that we have been going over. And it's worth reminding each of us that these verses are called the Beatitudes. Because if we live life with the attitude Jesus describes in these verses, we will be living out the spiritual attributes of a Christ follower and will reap the spiritual kingdom benefits attached to each one. These verses in Matthew 5 can also be called the Constitution of Heaven. Just as we have a Constitution of the United States that sets forth rights and standards of men and women living in this country, 
These Beatitudes set forth rights and standards of born-again men and women who belong to the kingdom of heaven, here and now on earth. This particular verse of Matthew 5, verse 5, which states, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, is especially powerful when rightly applied. So let's read this backwards as the Holy Spirit had prompted me to do and see how it sounds. So instead of it saying, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, it now reads, you have inherited the earth because you are meek. Whoa. So if I'm meek, I have inherited the earth. What does that look like? Well, in order to understand what this is saying, we must first determine the definition of meek according to the Bible. Let's just look at the regular definition. According to Wordnick, meek is defined as showing patience and humility, gentle, easily imposed on, submissive, to make meek, soften, Render mild, pliant, or submissive, humble, or bring low. To submit or become meek, gentle or mild of temper, self-controlled and gentle, not easily provoked or irritated. Ooh, that's big. A meek person is not easily provoked or irritated. And I like the next one also. Forbearing under injury or annoyance. Pliant, yielding, submissive, humble, and unpretentious. So most people in today's Western society think of a meek person as someone who is easily imposed on, bullied, or easily knocked around and manipulated. But that is not the biblical definition of a person who is meek. Of the definitions that we just spoke about, the best biblical characteristics of a meek person is one who is humble, gentle, self-controlled, not easily provoked, not easily irritated, and patient under injury or annoyance. Actually, when I read that, I think of the fruit of the Spirit, which are love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those sound like a meek person. So let's plug that definition into our scripture of Matthew 5, 5. It says, blessed are the humble, self-controlled people who are patient and not easily provoked and and can remain gentle under both injury and annoyance for they shall inherit the earth whoa that's a pretty deep meaning for a scripture that a lot of people don't even understand but let's read it backwards to see how it applies to us here and now it would say you fellow christian have inherited the earth because you are humble, self-controlled person who is patient and not easily provoked 
and can remain gentle under both injury and annoyance. Whoa, that's huge. That is a person who is exhibiting Christ-like qualities. No matter the situation, the persecution, the person being outcasted, ridiculed, or reviled, this person carries the standard of heaven, which is meekness. Jesus was meek. He went to the cross willingly to die for the sin of the world, even though he was wrongly accused. And in doing so, he inherited the earth. The earth and all its people belong to Jesus. We just have to accept that payment that he made for the remittance of our sin. One major thing worth mentioning is the fact that at the time Jesus spoke these words, the rulers were anything but meek. The forceful and violent Romans were conquering the known world and suppressing those around them. So it was radical for Jesus to teach that the meek would inherit the earth, especially because the Jews were looking for a coming king, a Messiah, the Christ, to put an end to the Roman rule and persecution, and in their mind, to put an end to it by force. Well, guess what? Jesus did put an end to those things by providing salvation through his show of meekness. This ties into many, many other scriptures. Actually, it may tie into all the other scriptures. We certainly know that it doesn't contradict any scriptures. But here is just a very few of them. James 1 verses 19 and 20 say, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. This verse just told us to be quick to hear. That means we have to be good listeners. Slow to speak and slow to wrath. That is a self-controlled, humble, and patient person. That is a person that is accused of wrongdoing, and yet they are able to submit themselves quietly without being easily provoked under injury and annoyance by others. Why? Because the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. A meek person, through their attitude, is going to produce God's righteousness here on earth. And someone that is not meek, well, they will not produce the righteousness of God in their life or in that situation. Another one is Proverbs 29, 11. It says, a fool vents all of his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. Again, that is someone who is not allowing themselves to become agitated when annoyed. That is someone who has self-control and a humble spirit. Proverbs 19.11 says, 
The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and his glory is to overlook a transgression. I don't always have to be right. I don't always have to be the best. I don't always have to have the last word. Instead, I can wear a crown of glory by overlooking others' transgressions, by being slow to anger, by being patient and showing the love of Christ. Ecclesiastes 7 verses 8b and all of 9 say, The patient in spirit, that's a meek person, is better than the proud in spirit. Do not hasten in your spirit to be angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. Friends, we have seen a fool brought up in two of these scripture verses, and that would be the person that is opposite of the one who is exhibiting meekness. Meekness is a Christ-like quality. So in each of the above verses, and there are many, many, many more of them in the Bible, show the difference between a meek person and a prideful person. A prideful person is not going to get far in this world, and they will not inherit the earth. They might try to take parts of the earth by force, but it's not going to be for God, and it's not going to be for the right reasons but the meek will inherit the earth. Imagine with me that you are going into a land that is dangerous and your purpose is to preach the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And your message, it's not welcome there. Actually, it might even be illegal there. Do you think that you will get very far being a hot-headed person who has to always be right and prove a point? No, you'll probably get arrested, or worse. You will get much further humbling yourself, building up a trusting and trustworthy relationship with the people around you, and then gently teaching your message with love that has also been seen by the way that you act. Because love is not just mere words, it is also our actions. A meek person will be allowed into and to stay in places that other people cannot venture. Meek people are often allowed into inner circles, into upper echelons, into decision-making places simply because they have been trustworthy people who speak rarely yet speak wisely. Entire families and villages of Christians, persecuted areas, are won over to Jesus this way, with a meek person. Sometimes not with the first meek person or even the second meek person that comes along claiming Jesus. Sometimes those people are persecuted, they are pushed out, they are even killed. But eventually, the hearts of the people are won over by the patient and enduring love of Jesus that has been shown by his followers over and over again. When Christians keep coming and they keep exhibiting meekness, the hearts of those people are softened. And then what? 
then that part of the earth, it becomes yours for Christ. It has been won over for the kingdom of God. And you and those who went before you, planting and watering seeds, now get to see the harvest. And those meek people from the past and the present that laid those seeds and watered those seeds finally inherit the earth in that area. And guess what? The same goes for us here in the safety of the United States of America. Do you want to see change in your workplace? Revelation in your church? Salvation in your family and friends? Then bridle your tongue and actions because being an argumentative, vengeful, and prideful person will get you fired, kicked out, or unfriended. Instead, building a lifestyle of love and trust through being steadfast will have people coming to you, maybe under the cover of darkness instead of out in the open where others can see, similar to the story of Nicodemus who we discussed last episode, and you, that meek person, will become a safe and stabilizing person whose word becomes important and eventually will lead to the salvations and revelations that you have prayed for and that you have walked toward and acted out in these people's lives. You and those who came before you will inherit that piece of earth for God, that company, that friend, that church, that city will be won over because of the meek. Galatians 6 verses 7, 9, and 10 say, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Do not be deceived, friends. This scripture in Galatians is a kingdom purpose, soul winning scripture. When you sow in meekness, you will reap the reward of inheriting the souls around you for Christ. And that, my friends, is what it means to inherit the earth. You have inherited the earth because you are a humble, self-controlled person who is patient and not easily provoked and can remain gentle under both injury and annoyance. That's the interpretation of Matthew 5, 5's Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, you can inherit the earth right now for God and His kingdom purposes. Friends, do you desire to inherit the earth for God, for His kingdom, to take as many souls to heaven with you as you possibly can? Then put away all malice, 
all angry and lying tongues, all deceitful ways, the haughty spirit having to have the last word and always be right. And instead, place yourself in a place of meekness through the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray and win those souls for Jesus, and you will have inherited the earth. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you left us instructions. The very constitution of heaven in the Beatitudes in Matthew 5 verses 1 through 11. That we have instructions. We have a guide. We can see what it is to have Christ-like qualities. And then we get to do things. We get to do things like inherit the earth. We get to do things like win souls for the eternal kingdom of heaven. We get to do things like be comforted because we watch people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. God, I pray that you would prepare us and teach us and show us to be these people, not for our own personal gain, but because our eye is on the goal, it's on the finish line, it's on Jesus in the kingdom of heaven, and we do it for you and for your glory. God, I pray that you paraclete around the people around the world who are living this way, who are being persecuted, who are planting seeds of meekness and righteousness around the world, God, that you would send your angels to encourage them and to encompass them and to hide them and protect them when necessary. And Lord, that those seeds would be planted deep and they would be watered well and that we would get to see a great and mighty harvest everywhere a meek person has walked so that this earth and many, many souls can be one for you. We thank you, Jesus, for you are the one who sits on the throne. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and share this podcast with a friend. Also, if you haven't checked them out, go take a look at my books on Amazon. One is my memoir about being healed from Guillain-Barre syndrome called Healing Wings. And the other is a couple's marriage workbook called The Mission of Marriage. More books will be coming soon. You can stay connected with me on Facebook or Instagram at His Redemption Road. Have an amazing week in the Lord and be blessed everywhere you go.